Mac World Expo Day 2. We're going to be looking at the latest and greatest from Apple Computer and Software. We'll be looking at the postings on MyMac.com website. It's MyMac Podcast number 63. The next generation of radio. It's the MyMac.com Podcast. From the MyMac.com studios, it's your hosts, Tim Robertson and Chad Perry. Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of the MyMac.com podcast. We've got a ton of things to cover and not much time to do it in. Not a lot of time, but I uh, hope you guys are still enjoying all the coverage of the podca- or the uh, Macworld Expo. There's a lot of stuff going on. Yes, there is. A lot of uh, news to digest, and uh, eventually we're going to get into all the third-party software and hardware that was announced at the Expo. But again, today we're going to pretty much focus on the Apple stuff. We didn't really yesterday, Chad, get into the hardware like we wanted to. No, we had some technical difficulties, which you heard us go through. So. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're going to get into the, the new iMac and the new MacBook Pro tomorrow. We'll go into specs and thoughts and yep. that sort of thing. And today, like uh, you said, Chad, at the beginning of the podcast, we're going to be looking at... Oh, I said that, didn't I? That yeah, we're, we're going to look be at, looking at the software. Yeah, which is iLife and iWork. iWorks. Yeah, it works. And you won't need an Intel Mac to run that stuff. So. No, nope, that's good. But let's get into the news. Uh, this news is coming from MacMinute.com. Your up-to-date Mac news in a minute. Apple share hits all-time high. Apple shares today hit a record high on the news of the company's decision to switch to Intel microprocessors, as well as Apple's better-than-expected revenues for, for December quarter and impressive iTunes and iPod sales, reports the Associated Press. Apple shares jumped $3.04, or 3.8%, to close to a split-adjusted record high of $83.90 on Wednesday, which is today, the 11th of January. So uh, I know one person who will be really happy about that. David Avery. David Avery. He's... Uh, yeah, his first one of his first articles for our website was about Apple stock. About Apple stock, and he's uh, he still holds that stock, so I know he's sitting pretty right now. Yeah. The jump today probably play, paid for his plane trip and hotel stay alone. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next story. Free Intel iMac for DTK developers. Developers who participated in Apple's developer transition kit, announced at the WWDC in June, are now eligible to receive a free Intel-based iMac. Under the program, developers who shelled out the uh, U.S. $99, $999 received a 3.6 GHz Pentium 4 and Mac OS X 10.4.1.2 running preview. Those developers are now eligible to receive a free Intel iMac 17-inch 1.83 GHz Core Duo. Developers have until March 31st to claim their Mac. Boy, can I hurry up and become a developer and pay a thousand bucks <laughs> and... Get yourself a $1,600 Mac. Yeah. Wow, well, that's a heck of a... That's, that's a good That's deal. a nice thank you right there from Apple to the developers. Mm-hmm. That's a nice little thank you. I'm sure they would rather the 1600 bucks, but, man, a free, a free, a brand new Intel iMac. Yeah. There you go. Thanks for participating in our program. Now send back the uh, Pentium 4 that's uh, running at uh, 3.6 gigahertz. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Apple today also posts an iPod updater. Uh, they released the iPod Update 
1.01-10 via its software update utility and on the web. The company says this update is intended for a wide range of iPods, including um, including Pod Software 1.1 for iPod, iPod Software 1.1 for iPod Nano, iPod Nano Software 1.2.1 for iPod with color display, iPod Software 1.4.1 for iPod Mini. I'm not even going to keep going. I mean, jeez. Yeah. These updates offer support for iPod Radio Remote for some models and bug fixes for all. Hmm. You know, I found a bug on my uh, my uh, new iPod. Really? Yeah. You know, well, you, I don't know if you knew this, but if you if you're listening to a song and you hit the middle button like three times, it brings up the rating of that song, mm-hmm. the star rating. Right. And you can adjust it from your iPod, mm-hmm. and then when you plug that back into your iPod, it updates your iTunes. So I was sitting there listening, waiting at a red light today, and there was a song that was really crappy, so I went and gave it one star. Mm-hmm. And uh, it wouldn't let me get out of that. I kept pushing the button, and I stuck on the star screen until the song was over, and then it, then mm. it, the display went back to normal after that. But yeah. I was like, come on, click, 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 click. <laughs> so maybe Oh, this no, you made it one star. Now you listen no, to it. you were listening to this song. <laughs> I couldn't do anything. It was like it was froze, but then as soon as the next to- song hit, everything was fine. Hmm. Really bizarre. Twitchy. Yeah. Next, Mac OS X 10.4.4 update released. This is January 10th. OS X 10.4.4 update is now available via Apple's software update utility and on the web. Apple says the 10.4.4 update delivers overall improved reliability and compatibility for Mac OS X version 10.4 and is recommended for all users. It includes fixes for SMB slash CIFS and NFS network file services, Bluetooth wireless access, Core graphics, core audio, core image, raw camera support, including updated ATI and NVIDIA graphics drivers. Spotlight indexing and searching. Apple Script, iChat, DVD player, and Safari apps. Dashboard widgets, calendar, and stocks. Software update and sync services. Compatibility with USB and FireWire devices and third-party applications. Previous standalone security updates. So if you didn't update your security before now, uh, you really don't have to because... Mac OS 10.4.4 will do it for you. Yep. Next story, Apple releases QuickTime 704. Apple today released QuickTime 704, that's January 10th, via its software update utility. The company says QuickTime 704 is an important release that delivers numerous bug fixes, support for iLife 06, and H.264 performance improvements. This update is highly recommended for all QuickTime 7 users. Go ahead and read the next one, too. And the next one, updated as of January 10th also, Apple removes QuickTime 704. (laughs) Without any reason given, Apple has removed the download link for QuickTime 704 and has posted QuickTime 701 reinstaller. Update, Apple has reposted QuickTime 704 by its software update utility. (laughs) What the heck? What the heck? It's it's there. It's not there. It's there. It's not there. Uh, new iPod ready jeans debut from Levi Strauss. Levi what Strauss the, today. What the hell? <laughs> Levi, <laughs> it's starting to get a little retarded at this point, isn't it? Yeah. Levi Strauss today uh, said today that it has designed jeans specifically for the iPod, reports Reuters. The Levi's Red Wire DLX jeans for men and women, which will be available this fall. Also have a built-in docking cradle for the iPod and retractable headphones. Where is that cradle located? I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> Pricing was not immediately available, notes the story. <laughs> I personally, I want, I want tennis shoes. 
Yeah. Remember how you used to be able to stick your and penny loafers? You'd put the penny Pennies in the, there. Yeah. Not, it's going to be <laughs> pod loafers. Pod loafers. You put your little iPod shuffles in your in the strings of your shoes, <laughs> and the strings will be like antennas for an <laughs> FM transmitter, and, and you, <laughs> or for a Bluetooth antenna. And then you put your little and you headphones. Got, <laughs> you got you got your buds running up your sock all the way up your pant leg through your shirt and into your ears. <laughs> and you'll have little faux buttons on your shirt. That's actually earbuds. You just pull the buttons. <laughs> And little strings come out, and you just stick it right in your ear. <laughs> okay, look, I love my iPod, but, but uh, yeah, iPod I mean, mania is starting to get a okay, little bit yeah, out of here. Once again, the built-in docking cradle and the jeans. <laughs> and just, jeans! And, and retractable headphones. <laughs> and your jeans! <laughs> I don't want anything retractable in my jeans, I'm sorry. It's, you know what it is? It's probably just like an accessory, like a big belt buckle. <laughs> You stick your pod in your belt buckle and pull your little buds off and stick them in your ears. How geeky do you have to be to have a built-in iPod cradle in your jeans? <laughs> this is the retarded thing. This is so retarded. I don't... I, 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 all right, let's just go to the next No, store. give me an expanded side pocket on my hip or something for my iPod. Okay, I could deal with that. Why does it have a docking cradle? Why could you possibly do with a docking cradle in your jeans? <laughs> well, that's because it's got a it's got a USB connection for the zipper, so you just pull that out. That's how you download songs. Actually, actually, this here's an idea. It runs on static electricity. <laughs> so if you run really fast, you can recharge your iPod. <laughs> this hopefully won't short out on you. <laughs> I'm sorry, ma'am. Your son was killed. He was electrocuted when he was trying to recharge his iPod by running very fast across the shag carpet. <laughs> and the dog's over there whimpering. <laughs> oh, That's sorry, so Levi's. I just don't get it. That's so stupid. It's like everybody who... We've got a product. How can we tie this into the iPod? I mean, pretty soon it's going to be like Campbell Soup iPod Soup or something. <laughs> With many, many iPod noodles. <laughs> it's not alphabet soup anymore. It's earbud soup. you got little earbuds floating around. Craft uh, eye macaroni and cheese. Craft <laughs> eye macaroni. <laughs> That's great. we got to make a mock later. Make make a make a, a, a take a craft macaroni and cheese box uh -huh. and just change it so it says craft iMac. <laughs> Donny Yankelo, where are you? <laughs> oh, he's doing this. There's no, he's cracking. And, put a, and instead of where it shows the noodles, put the little iPod wheel in there. Yeah, little <laughs> click wheel. Little click wheel. <laughs> It'll be on the top of the can. <laughs> the little earbuds. They look like the little noodles. <laughs> Oh, well, great. Now someone's calling me while we're recording the podcast of this. It's David Avery. <sighs> Hello. Hey, Tim. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you, David? Good. Uh, are you I should... in the process of the cast, or are you between takes? No, we're recording at this exact moment. So I'm on or not? You are on. Ah. Of course. Didn't have anything to say. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, we haven't got into the. We're still reading. We just got done reading a new the news about. Uh, and I don't know if you saw this being in San Francisco at the expo, but um, go ahead and reread this story, Chad. 
Levi Strauss said today that it is designed genes specifically for the iPod, reports Reuters. The Levi's Redwire DLX jeans for men and women, which will be available this fall, also have a built-in docking cradle for the iPod and retractable <laughs> headphones. <laughs> Pricing was not immediately available. I, I'm wondering where they're putting the uh, subwoofer. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't this the stupidest thing you've ever heard? Yeah. <laughs> and if you get two women together, it's in stereo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's just the dumbest thing, I swear. Uh, how's, how's the expo I mean, going? Yeah, the concept of, uh, of wired clothing has been there for a while, but most of them that they were talking about was like jackets and shirts, things you'd have access to. But it's, you know, it's a pretty long wire run you know, from your butt to your ears. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, some of us are, are used to things running that long. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so how's the expo going? It's going good. It's going good. Um, I, I'm, you know, these shoes are killing me. I'm kind of tired of walking the floor, but um, there, there really is a lot of small... They have a lot of small booths this year, as well as the normal big ones. That gets a lot more entrepreneurial type companies in, which gives it a pretty good feel. I was. Uh, we haven't gone through the latest updates at MyMac.com yet, uh, from yesterday or today, and that's we're going to do that after the news. But one of the things that I was going to speak about was your article, "A Day at the Races." Uh, that's the Tuesday Redux uh, article that you got posted up on MyMac.com right now. And one of, uh, I, I found it really fascinating, your story uh, that you talk about, about, what is it, Grumman? Grumman, yeah. Grumman, that's what it was. Um, how rude they were to you in their booth? Yeah, it was just one guy. Um, and, yeah, he was definitely a major prick. Um, I mean, I was, do you remember a few years back when they made, um, they made these, clear plastic letter openers in the spirit of IMAX and I jokingly referred to them as the iShiv well I was wishing that I had had my iShiv when he like stepped in front of me and and, like turned his back on me well for those for those who didn't who didn't read the article do you want to explain what how what led up to that and
And he just kind of waved me over to the guy, this other guy. He goes, oh, he's the engineer. Go talk to him. So I'm like, okay, that was one of the least helpful um, four people I've dealt with. But I walk up to the other guy, and he's having this conversation with this guy about um, using it in marathoning. And they're going on and on. And I mean, they'd been talking for a while, you could tell, before I got there. And after about you know, like eight minutes, I'm realizing this is not going to wind down anytime soon. So I kind of do the, you know, show them that I'm an immediate bag and said, you know, can I kind of, uh, can I kind of butt in here or whatever? And he kind of looks at me and then looks back to the other guy and, and starts ignoring me. Nice and I'm guy. like, okay, I guess that answers that question. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm talking to him, the other guy's talking and he mentions some things. And then um, the Garmin rep, doesn't actually point out the guy saying, well, the resolution wasn't accurate enough before, blah, blah, blah. And the Garmin rep isn't pointing something out. So I kind of jump in and said, well, the new unit should have WAAS, which increases your resolution from 15 meters to like one to three meters, which should make it a lot more accurate. And the rep goes, goes oh yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's WAAS and it, it should help with that. And then he physically steps in front of me and puts his back to me to shut me out of the conversation. Wow. Yikes. And at, the, and at that point, I was like going, where's my eye shed? <laughs> <laughs> now, there's a follow-up to the story today, which is I went back to the Garmin booth and talked to some other people. I went to the marketing rep and uh, um, company and asked, him about what was going on, and he was just the most helpful guy ever. He said, we're going to have something on our site soon, we're adding new functionality, you'll be able to sign up there. And when I asked him about uh, why they chose the tools they chose, he had a great answer. He said, the new tools, um, these these new thing applications were just being written, so it was very easy to make sure that they were Mac compatible whereas we have to go back and rewrite the other stuff, so it's a lot more of an effort. And he gave a little more specific time frame than the other reps. The other reps were saying sometime in 2006, and he said we're targeting Q3 for all the other products that they offer, which is the ability to send maps um, to the unit and other things. Sounds and like Sorry, continue. Well, I was just going to say, it sounds like uh, you might need to create a Mac geocaching site soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's already good caching, geocaching sites, and there's nothing really Mac-specific, so I don't know how it add too much value, but yeah, it would be, there are a lot of good Macers out there, and there's a lot of geocachers out there, so. But it is nice that they're coming they're coming around to seeing the value of the Mac. Any uh, other exciting things going on at the uh, Expo that you want to share? I'm sorry, you broke up a little bit there. I said anything else exciting going on at the Expo you'd like to share? Um, uh, not too much. I was going to wait for tomorrow's uh, update. Okay, I'd sounds good. A, a loose copy. I've gone to David Pogue's. He, uh, he does like his own keynote. Sure. And... David Pogue is always a crack-up. If you ever have an opportunity, you've got to see him in person. Well, I have. I had. If he did magic tricks at the uh, at one that I saw, he was at a rope trick. It was he was he's brilliant. He's a great public speaker. David Pogue is, you know, 
A lot of people would think, well, he's at the New York Times now. He's probably getting the big head. If anything, he's exactly the same. I mean, he's just he's really fun to listen to, and I agree. If you get an opportunity to definitely listen to a David Pogue speak, yeah, he's got a lot of a lot of humility, and, and you know, and he's willing to be a little self-deprecating, and you know, and he's funny. Now his his thing, at least the early part of it, was he said, you know, let's let's look at what the um, the rumor sites were saying and how well they did, and then he mocked a lot of things that a bunch of them said, and there seemed to be a special place in his heart for Jason O'Grady's uh, power page and the prediction of uh, plasma displays. Yeah, we should spoke... Go ahead. Sorry. No. Uh, now, some people said that the plasma display prediction was tongue-in-cheek, but... Better than how a lot of people took it, and Dave was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> it, it would have been a neat product, that's for sure. I think that's probably a little bit ahead of time, and uh, especially at the price points that Jason O'Grady was quoting in in his uh, little funny story. But yeah, I'd, I I'm totally with David. Uh, David, uh, I'm sorry, David Pogue. Too many Davids. We got David Avery. <laughs> David. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. It, it, Go for it. Poke him in the eye a little bit for that one. Got a lot of people's hopes up. And he's trying to knit, knit a nice presentation. So his thing was like, he kind of did his uh, Mac OS Ten secrets stuff where he's up there showing you all these malicious things you could do to someone if their name was Jason and they were releasing <laughs> false rumors. <laughs> and so, definitely how to take a snapshot of the screen um, make it their desktop and then turn off their hard drive and all their icons so they have all these things in their dock so they have all these things to look like whenever they click on them they do nothing <laughs> <laughs> that's good I like that one uh, any I, actually I've done something very similar to that before <clears throat> anything else going on no that's about that's about it I've, uh, I've seen the seen the show for a couple of days. I spent a good part of today and uh, I dealt with Lacey's booth and went to a lot of smaller smaller booths and I'll mention some of that stuff in tomorrow's uh, redo. Cool. Do you, and that should, should about cover it. Do you want me to stop recording for a minute to talk to you off the air or any particular thing or it's up to you? Um, you can if you want. I mean, yeah, I think I'll do so. Okay. Off to commercial. Were you lucky enough to get an iPod for Christmas? If you did, now maybe you need some accessories. This is Dawn from Small Dog Electronics. We're the largest Apple dealer in New England, and we've got iPod accessories coming out of our... Oops. <laughs> we've got a lot of iPod accessories. Like the Small Dog Groove Cube, a portable pair of speakers for your iPod, which cost only twenty nine ninety five. Or the HipPod, a hip-attaching carrying case with external speakers for 25 bucks. Stay warm this winter in a Burton iPod jacket. For the family, maybe it's time for a home theater system. We bundle a Mac Mini, THX sound system, and an LCD projector. It's adjustable up to 300 inches diagonal for only $1,400. Hello, this is Berkey from SmallDog. Check us out online at smalldog.com or come visit us at the Small Dog Showroom in Waitsfield, Vermont, on the way to Sugarbush and Mad River Glen. You're listening to the Dashboard Minute. 
exclusively on the MyMac.com podcast. Are you ready? Happy New Year, everyone. I hope your holidays were fun and that Santa, or the gift-giving hallucination of your choice, brought you everything your heart desires. If there's some gift you didn't get or couldn't buy for yourself, learn how to give better hints next year. The holidays are officially over for most of us, so it's too late to ask for it. Get back to work. Uh, I wanted to touch briefly on the events from Macworld yesterday. Uh, first off, good job to all the guys that are out there. Uh, Apple has some new widgets, and I haven't had a chance to download the update yet. And As soon as I do, I'll talk about them in a future, future uh, dashboard minute. But let's talk about the here and now. One thing that might make going to work or school again a little easier might be pictures of places in a little better shape weather-wise than for most of us stuck in the cruel grasp of old man winter in the northern hemisphere. Unless you're fortunate enough to live in a year-round balmy climate like South southern Florida, Hawaii, Central America, or the Arabian Peninsula, this time of year is punctuated by cold wind, freezing rain, and falling snow. Just because you're miserable doesn't mean you can't look and dream at places that are warm with the Life's Waves Ace.com widget I surf. I should say off the bat that this is not a free widget, but it is available as a free download with some limited features. The free version gives you access to webcams from all over the world having to do with big surf areas, New Zealand, Florida, Hawaii, North and South Carolina, California, and other locations are all on hand for viewing. The paid version has many other locations, along with faster refresh rates and a few other options. The widget is $9.99 and the LifeWaves A site will give you all the details on how to purchase it. Another pay-for-play widget I found on this site that I'm enjoying is called Snowflake. This is essentially a Tetris clone using little snow-related icons to make up the familiar forms used. Move these forms as they drop down from the top uh, from the top of the widget with your keyboard. There is a small screen just off the playing field that tells you how many lines you've cleared, what level you're on, and what the next shape to drop is. The free version has limited snow shapes and levels. If you wish to purchase it, it's $7.99 from the LifeWaves A site. To get either of these two widgets, go to the Apple Dashboard download site, or go right to the source at LifeWaves Ace. That's LifeWavesAce.com. The last widget for today is completely free and has no carbs or bad cholesterol. It's called Hardstat, and it was created by the happy folks with the cheery website at iSlayer.net. Essentially, what this widget does is look at every mounted device on your desktop, tell you how much storage that device has, how much is used, and how much is free. Great for a quick glance at your drives to see what's left before having to go out and get yet another, even bigger drive for your stuff. Just like your home, your computer never seems to have enough space for your stuff. Find it at iSlayer.net and at all the usual suspect sites. If you have any questions or comments about the Dashboard Minute, or maybe there's a widget you like or have made that I haven't covered yet. If so, send me email to dbminute at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and be here again next week, right here on the Dashboard Minute, on the MyMac.com podcast. 
And thank you, Small Dog Electronics, and thanks, Guy Searle, for a dashboard minute. Uh, I don't know if we'll have a Not Mac News tomorrow or not. Um, we'll see. Yep. Let's finish up the news that we were going before we got to the uh, iPod-ready jeans and started cracking <laughs> up. Uh, Macworld, uh, Jobs' Macworld address, now available in QuickTime. Apple has posted a QuickTime video of Apple CEO Steve Jobs' keynote address from San Francisco, uh, recorded on Tuesday. The thing is, it's only streaming. You can't download it, which is retarded as far as I'm concerned. Why they don't have an iPod-compatible version of the Mm -hmm. keynote that you can just download from iTunes, and it goes right into your video. Does that make any sense to anybody? No, and and, and as we we touched on yesterday, the streaming was just atrocious yesterday. Trying to get on and stream that thing. I watched part of it today. I watched up until the part where he started talking about uh, iDVD, and I had to stop. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it was fantastic. It was a clear stream. It was it looked mm-hmm. brilliant. But I kept thinking, why don't I have this in iTunes? Yeah. And why am I streaming this? And why don't I have a version to go on my video iPod? Yeah. It just it makes no sense to me. Mm-hmm. So, anyways. I'm with you on that. Next, we've got enhanced versions of Office for Mac in March. This is from January 10th. Uh, the Microsoft Mac- Macintosh Business Unit today announced a formal five-year agreement that reinforces the company's plans to develop Microsoft Office for Mac software for both PowerPC and Intel-based Macs. The Mac VU outlines several upcoming improvements to Entourage 2004 for Mac and Messenger for Mac and said it plans to build converters to read the new Microsoft Office Open XML formats. Uh, Microsoft says it's putting the final touches on a number of Entourage 2004 enhancements scheduled for delivery in March 2006. It's nice that they're updating a program from 2004 and it's not going to be released until March 2006. Yeah. Since the release of Mac OS X 10.4 Tiger, the MacBU has worked with Apple to enable sync services integration with Entourage information and data. Customers will soon be able to sync their Entourage calendars, address books, notes, and tasks with handheld devices that also work with sync services. Support will be offered for Spotlight, which, about time. Yeah. I mean, this is like a, a year after Tiger comes out. Tiger came out in April, right? Yes. And, and this isn't going to be ready for to March. That means 11 months after Tiger comes out, you haven't been able to use Spotlight to search for any of your email messages within Entourage. It mm-hmm. takes them 11 months to update it so you can do that. Yeah, That really annoys me. I like Microsoft's Mac business unit. Mm-hmm. We're actually going to have them on the show soon. I've got a lot of respect for them, but that's almost unacceptable 11 months that's a question to ask here's the thing though I switched from Entourage which I've been using for years now Mm -hmm. since basically 2000 I started using Entourage 2000, 2001 somewhere in there I stopped using it completely when Tiger came out because it wasn't compatible with um, Spotlight Spotlight search function and I went to mail I'm not Mm -hmm. going back now I already made the switch Microsoft lost me as a customer when it comes Mm -hmm. to email Um, Support will be offered for Spotlight, which will allow customers to more effectively search Entourage email messages. In addition, the MacBU has enhanced smart card technology for customers who need to send digitally signed and encrypted email messages. So in other words, they're updating um, the program from two years ago for today's technology and doesn't look like they're really leaping ahead in functionality. Finally, Aluminum PowerBook battery update released. This is also January 10th. Apple has released Aluminum PowerBook 15-inch battery update via software update utility. 
It is not available on Apple's website as of the time of this writing. Apple notes that the 802 kilobyte requires a reboot and helps the battery act at full capacity. I've got the 15-inch aluminum uh, power book, mm-hmm. and uh, I ran it, and it seems to be stable. It didn't do anything bad. And I did notice, instead of where... It, I usually, if I, if I unplug my power book, it usually mm-hmm. says about 2 hours and 20 minutes before mm-hmm. my battery dies. After I ran this and I unplugged it, it said like 240. Mm. So it it gave me about 20 minutes worth of time. Yeah, that's so great. I, that was, I was quite surprised about that. Uh, let's take another commercial break. I know that, you know, people don't like having commercials, but this podcast actually costs money to produce and to serve. And let's listen to the company that we're serving it through. If you're a Mac user and you need a hosting service for your website, why would you want to host your site on anything else but a Macintosh? Anotech has been hosting the MyMac.com website for over seven years, and we wouldn't have it any other way. Are they the cheapest web hosting company in the world? No. Do they offer the largest amount of server space of bandwidth in the world? Of course not. But with Innotech, you don't get pie-in-the-sky false promises, just the best customer service, the most popular hosting service plans, and everything running on the latest Apple Macintosh server gear. Check them out at www.innotech.com backslash MyMac for special pricing. That's www.inno-tech.com backslash MyMac. Innotech, the trusted web server of MyMac.com for over seven years. That's like 49 dog years. A lot of the uh, new features up at MyMac.com right now as of uh, uh, recording this podcast. I've actually got a few more ready to go. Um, there's one, uh, there's some pictures from Owen Rubin that he posted. Uh, just some Macworld pictures. Really interesting. Yep, we've got the uh, MyMac.com staff at Max World Expo photos, so you can see the people that we're talking about, and we've been talking to. Talking to, definitely. Um, Nemo's... 10-point tutorial number 6, Macworld Expo Survival Guide. If you're going to attend Macworld next year or you're still going to go here on Friday or on a Thursday and you want to learn how to survive the rigorous exercises that you're going to get at Macworld Expo, check out that article. We've got two postings from David Every. First one is A Day at the Races, which is where he talks to Garmin about the... Uh, what well, is it? Well... We talked GPS about GPS and all that, yeah. We were talking about yeah, that we on talked the phone. About that. So we elaborated on that in the podcast already. Also, he has a discussion with Adobe about Lightroom and Aperture. Uh, how uh, Lightroom compares with Aperture, and Adobe really didn't want to try to compare the two. But he is a reporter, and uh, he's trying to get the story, which I love. Yep. Uh, John Nemirovsky sent some pictures from Macworld. Uh, you'll see the little thumbnail of Owen Rubin, one of our writers, getting his ear fitted with the Shure headphones. That's some neat pictures. We've got uh, Compute Mac by Roger Bourne, which is an interesting insights that he had while he was sitting in the expo watching things go by. Yeah, it's not your everyday type of article, but I really, really dug it. I thought it was a good uh, article. It was really good. Uh, Donnie Yankelow's Thumbnails number 9 shows what's going to happen to your credit card after this Macworld Expo. <laughs> Uh, and, of course, yesterday's podcast is posted up there. We've also got uh, photos from Macworld Expo. We have the uh, Mac Roundtable on Keynote. That's everybody that's at the Expo, uh, some of their thoughts, and a couple of uh, visitors that were walking by while they were talking. Got some comments. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. And uh, the last one is 
uh, David Avery's pre-Mac World Expo article, basically talking about waiting for everything to get started. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see, over on the blog side, uh, Donnie Yanklow's got his One More Thing article posted. Owen Rubin posted his Macworld keynotes notes. And I've got, yesterday on, on the podcast, I was talking about that funny picture of David Avery. Looks like he's got a straight-up afro. So I actually posted that with the pictures of Kid in Play. So if you want to see what we were talking about yesterday, check out Pictures from Podcast of Staff. Pictures from Podcast of Staff. Yep. I could have named that a little better. That's kind of bleh. Doesn't really roll off the tongue very good, does it? Like MacBook Pro. That's right. Also, yeah. uh, a couple other. Well, uh, Mark has uh, posted a link to uh, his new e-zine. It's for audio files. Mm-hmm. You're gonna like that. It's it's he he's a writer that shows up every now and then. And still writes, but Mark has uh, has created his own e-zine on PDF, and it's mm-hmm. really good. I enjoyed it a lot. I also ask, where are the Apple rumor lawsuits? Remember last year, everybody yeah. seemed to be getting sued. This year, nobody got sued. Hmm. Of course, most places had it wrong. So, yeah. <laughs> and uh, our good buddy Daphne has her song in the iTunes Music Store now. Yep. Unfortunately, Daphne. only the international version of iTunes. Really? You can buy the song "I Love My Mac" if you're in like Germany, but you can't buy it here in the United States. Huh. So that kind of ticked me off, but mm. nevertheless, that's uh, where we're at. That's the new content, and there's actually a lot more than that. And by the time you listen to this, I know there's going to be another two or three articles posted. Yep. Let's jump right into our s- focus segment. See, I always want to say spotlight, don't I? Yeah, I kind of like the spotlight name, though. I do, too. Well, it, you know, it has something to do with the Mac. Yeah. Uh, do you got the two pages? Cause you got it, them right here? Yeah, the last paragraph kind of runs onto the second page. Yep. Um, as everybody knows by now, on Tuesday, Apple released two new software products. Yep. We've got iLife 06 and iWorks 06 were both updated. Both programs are $79, and I thought we'd go through for uh, the end of the podcast. Uh, Some of the people out there, obviously, not everybody's keeping up with every single thing going on, or there's just so much news that, you know, it it kind of all blurs together after a while. So I thought we'd focus a little bit on the, the two applications, well, I should say the two suite of software that mm-hmm. Apple released updates to yesterday. And the first one is, uh, to me, the most important one is iLife 06, 79 bucks. And this is this is what sets Apple apart from every other computer mm-hmm. manufacturer out there. I mean, iLife for 79 bucks, what you get is simply amazing. Yep. And we'll kick it off with the one that everybody probably used, which is iPhoto. iPhoto 6 now. Yep. iPhoto 6 contains new filters, you can create calendars and photo casting using RSS and .Mac. It now supports 250,000 photos and has a really neat date feature. So when you're scrolling through your window, mm-hmm. your your library, yep. dates will actually appear on the screen so you know what month you're at as you're scrolling down. Which <laughs> Very cool. That is really, really cool. Um, so what about photo casting? You know, I looked at that. I thought that was pretty cool, too. What it basically does is allow you to upload pictures to your .Mac account, mm-hmm. and if anybody is subscribed to that RSS feed for that photo album, anytime mm-hmm. you update it, including when you update it in your iPhoto and it updates it online, mm-hmm. those photos, as long as they're running iPhoto, uh, iPhoto 06, 6, obviously, yeah. it will actually download it directly to their iPhoto library, 
which I think is just fabulous. Instead of having to go to a web page to view your family albums, which we have, for right. my family, we have a lot of photos up there. Or sending out a lot of emails to all your relatives with the latest pictures of the kids. Yeah, as long as everybody's running the latest version of iPhoto, those photos will actually be downloaded directly to them. Yeah, I also saw that's this, impressive. You know, and I also see this as a really big boon for the porn industry. <laughs> It's push. Techn- it's always got to come down to that, doesn't it's it? Got to come down to the porn. It's push technology for the p- push technology and porn. Oh, jeez. Okay. Oh, uh, <laughs> they also have full screen editing, and and that's pretty cool too. Yep. Next one. This is one that you've used quite a bit. iMovie Six. You know they have uh, the themes is the biggie in there, and it's sort of like the the themes that you use within iDVD. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that, um, but I really can't imagine using that too often. Mm. I mean, think... And it's built-in themes, too, but as as I was watching the keynote and some of the demonstrations that Steve Jobs was giving for the themes, mm-hmm. it looked really cool, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, but how often are you going to have home movies that really fit within these themes that Apple provides? What I really hope to see happen is some third-party developers create some iMovie themes, mm-hmm. relatively cheap, I'm hoping, you know, five bucks each or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can buy those and import them into into I, or, uh, iMovie and, and use new themes. Or how about a third-party software that allows you to create your own themes? That would be really cool, too. And it's probably, you know, but, you know, the thing is, these are motion themes. These themes, yeah. it's not just like a... a a masked file that sits on top of your movie. These are these things move around just like an IDVD's mm. menu, mm-hmm. and it looked pretty cool. But I just can't imagine using it. Yeah, and I don't think I'd use any of them as far as some of my uh, professional clients when it comes to movie mm-hmm. making. Now here's something good: you can export to iPod in the correct size. Yep, it's a one. Um, you can use iMovie to create video podcasts, mm-hmm. and it is one click. And it will correctly format it to the iPod using the H.264 compression. Wow. So it's going to be really great quality. The file size is going to be huge. I mean, it's going to mm-hmm. be big. Don't get me wrong. It's right. video. But <laughs> that's pretty cool, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, the titles look a lot better. You know, the when you use text in your videos, mm-hmm. it's uh, <laughs> man, that looks a lot better. Um, so how about uh, audio editing? I know it's always been kind of... Yeah, clunky, audio. So. Well, clunky is being generous when it came to <laughs> iTunes or iPhone or movie. I'm movie. I'm, there's so many i programs. I start getting them yeah. jumbled up in my head. <laughs> that is really really cool looking. I can't wait to get my hands on uh, iMovie Six just to play with the audio. Mm-hmm. It, it looks like you can finally actually edit audio. You can make it sound better. There's some filters that you can apply to the audio. So we'll see what that looks like. How about multitasking on uh, more than one project? Yeah, you can finally. Finally, finally, have multiple projects open at once. This is something I have long wanted to do. This means you could drag and drop media such as, I don't know, sound, pictures, and video from one iMovie project directly to another. So you can have multiple iMovies open at the same time. That's cool. This, I can't believe it took them this long. It took them mm-hmm. up to six versions to do this. I understand editing video is very processor intensive and having yeah. multiple video. Uh, sessions open at once is whew, that's got to be pretty tasking on any computer. Yeah, but still, if I've had a computer that's been able to do that for two years now, mm-hmm. I've got a, I, or a, a G5 with four gigs of RAM. Yeah, so I I've always been able to do this as far as 
processor and just raw horsepower. Mm-hmm. I can finally do it for real in iMovie now, and I think that's great because how many times have we have I been working in one video project and goes, oh, I want that one clip. Yep. Then I have to save my file, close it, open the other one. It's just a huge pain. Mm-hmm. Have them both open, just drag it, poof, drop it right on mine. Nice. It's sweet. Okay, we got our movie done. What are we going to do with it? Uh, I'm going to send it to IDVD6. So I take it we get some more new IDVD themes. Mm-hmm. It's always a nice addition. Uh, it's one of the things that I, anytime I get a new version of iDVD, the first thing I do is I go and I look at all the new Apple themes. Yeah. Now, ooh, ah, ooh, <laughs> ooh, I like that one. Now, Apple just simply makes some of the best themes. They, it's also widescreen now, too. So wow. You, instead of, the way it was before, if you put your, your iDVD created DVD disc mm-hmm. into your DVD player on your widescreen television, it would block it. And it yeah. Looked, it looks, looked like crap. Now, boom, it's widescreen. It'll fill your whole TV. Cool. Uh, autofill drop zones is also a nice feature, uh, one that I think is going to come in real handy. Uh, that was a pain in earlier version. So uh, what is this going to do for you? Uh, basically, if if you got all these different windows open, all these drop zones within mm-hmm. iDVD, one might, if you click one, it might open up a slideshow. If you click yeah. the other one, it might run a QuickTime mo- or a, a video. Mm-hmm. Now, with auto drop it will automatically fill those with different pictures or clips from the movies. It's, cool. it's really cool. And you just drop it right on and boom, it does it. Uh, enhanced map view uh, means that you can rearrange a project, such as moving one photo slideshow to another menu item. Let's mm. say you've got two, um, what do you want to call it, buttons on your main iDVD menu. Uh-huh. And one side is video and one side is photo. So you mm-hmm. can either go to the slideshow or you can watch the videos from your trip to Alaska. Yeah. You accidentally drop your picture file, one of your picture slideshows, onto the movie button. Well, mm-hmm. if you go to map view, you can just take it right out of there and put it right on the other one, and poof, it, it cool. automatically recreates the project with that new map. So, yep, that's, and I know we touched great. on this yesterday. We've got compatibility with third-party DVD burners. Oh, that's a, such a welcome addition. Yeah. I mean, it's like I've got one, two, I've got three super drives at my house, so it's not mm-hmm. like it's going to help me any. But mm-hmm. Tad Sheeler, who I think we might actually have on the show maybe next week. Yep. Uh, he emailed, by the way. and um, But Tad Sheeler bought a third-party super drive, and it didn't work. Mm. And you did too, didn't you? Oh, yeah. yeah. With your old G4. Yep. In fact, I think Tad Sheeler actually bought a real super drive on eBay. Mm. But maybe he did get a third-party. We'll have to ask him if we remember. Yeah. But I know you had one, and you had to get some special software. and sure did. a big pain in the butt. Wouldn't it have been so much better if you could have bought a third-party external FireWire DVD burner and just yeah. used that? Yep. Would have been so much better. GarageBand 3 oh, has this been is, released. Yep. Podcast Studio. Yep, finally. that's the new feature. Uh, some of the features include speech enhancers. It uses iChat and records within GarageBand. Podcasters. Well, like us, yeah. Uh, can now include <laughs> chapter markers, website links, podcast artwork tracks and more this means for instance that if you were talking about a product in a podcast we can have a picture of that pod, of that product appear in your ipod at the same time we're talking about it so for instance last week we were talking about the uh, keyboard or yeah, the irox the irox yep. keyboard as we started it, the moment we start talking about that if you had your ipod the picture of that would have shown up on your ipod mm-hmm. that would have been just cool yep 
I lost my place. I don't know where we're at. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, da, 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 the, uh, oh, the speech enhancer means that even if you're using a cheap microphone in your PowerBook or MacBook Pro, yep, uh, it will make it sound even better. Uh, automatic ducking is another cool feature. Do you know what that is? No. If, Explain uh, it to me. If the music's playing at the beginning of our show and then we start talking, it'll mm. automatically turn down the volume. Sweet. And then if we stop talking, boom, it'll turn up the music again. Mm-hmm. We do that manually now, of course. Right. And it's not difficult to do. But just, you know, honestly, one more little feature like that, add it in. Makes, makes it that much easier for us. Absolutely. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, that's going to be nice. Okay, and we got one brand new application called iWeb. Yeah, the new application in iLife. It is a blogging tool slash website editor for those who don't want to learn how to create a brand new uh, or create a brand new site in a program like Adobe's Go Live. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's probably too simple for a site like MyMac.com. It will work great for everyday Mac users. It will only work with Apple's own iDisk, however, and that costs another $99 a year. Yep. Still, from what I saw, it looks like a handy tool. A lot of the thing. I mean, it's going to be, you know, you click a button within an application and it updates your website. That's mm-hmm. handy. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have the powerful features that a true blogging software um, package will give you, mm-hmm. and most of those packages are free online nowadays. Yeah. But for an everyday Mac user, it it, it's, fine. it's part of iLife, which is well worth the 79 bucks, anyways. Mm-hmm. I think this is a very welcome addition to the package. I really do. Okay, next, on to iWorks 06. 79 bucks for iWorks 06, of course. Uh, I didn't actually write anything down for, uh, what is it? It's, it's pages? Not, no, not pages. Keynote. Keynote. I, I don't, I've never used Keynote other than one time, mm-hmm. when actually, for the company you worked for. Yep. <laughs> and uh, it's just, you know, it's a presentation software, and I never give presentations. Mm-hmm. So I, I just have no interest in learning how to use the program and the new features really don't interest me. Yeah. Uh, so if a listener out there is interested in in that, go up to Apple site and take a look and you'll learn more than you will from me because You don't use it. I don't so. use it. So how about pages then? It's got some new features that it has the ability to use three D charge uh charts. Mm-hmm. Freeform curves, shapes, and mass. This makes Pages a much more powerful application, more like a page layout program than a word processor, I think. Yeah. Uh, you can use tables and calculations as well, giving some spreadsheet functionality to the program. It it also supports a reviewer comment, which is kind of like an on online workflow where you can add sure. comments to, do we really want to use this graphic here? Yeah. My question is, it's I think that's strange because I'm not sure how many people use Pages um, as a workflow application, such as InDesign or an online PDF. Type yeah, of which actually online PDF is probably more of a standard for that sort of work. So. And much more powerful as well. Yes. Um, plus, it's it's compatible with both Windows, Mac, and I think Linux has. Um, no, I don't think Linux does. Can well, I don't know. I, I know they probably can't do the online workflow tools, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I, but I it's just, definitely Windows Mac compatible for the PDFs, which Pages I'm sure is probably not. So yeah. I just I just don't understand why I you know you got to add new features in because otherwise why are you going to buy a new version right but I, I I don't know maybe I'm just not seeing the larger picture mm-hmm. uh, I just got a uh, email from Bakari mm-hmm. and he sends me an email he's just uh, to let me know that he's going to have reviews or features. On some of these products, um, Project X Management Software, Sticky Brain 4, iStock Photo, Delicious Monster, G3 Software for iMovie, Audio Hijack Pro, 
Avery Sign Kit, Font Agent Pro, Task Capture, and PrintRoom.com. Wow. Boy, Bakari is just a glunt for punishment, no isn't he? No kidding. I wonder if he knows he's not getting paid extra to <laughs> do all that work. I'm not telling him. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. I wonder if his sister actually went out and still bought that PC. You'd ho- you'd 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 hope she'd wait at least till Mac Expo. We need was to done. get we need to get Bakari on the show. Yeah, we do. He's a little shy, but we can draw him out of his shell. I think so. It's just us. Yeah, and you know the only people that listen to the podcast is other staff members. <laughs> yes, that's, that's true. Just tell him that. And <laughs> he doesn't know that over thirty thousand people download the show. He doesn't need to know that. It's just the MyMac people, Bakari. That's, that's all. It's all that's yeah. the only people listening. Nothing. The staff to, wants to get to know you, Bakari. That's right. Yeah, we'll bring you in and you know have a good time. Uh, that's all I got for today. It seems yep. like, boy, it feels like we're forgetting something, but, you know, we're going to probably get together tomorrow, uh, do the last podcast from Macworld Expo, wrap up what's going on, maybe get someone on. Hopefully, I, you know, I know I said yesterday I'd like to get a product that we can give away, mm-hmm. uh, finish out this week with a contest and announce it next week. Yep. Haven't done that yet. Um, mm. But, you know, the funny thing is I've had other podcasters email me saying, how do, you, how do you guys get these products to give away? I mean, do you guys go buy these? And and I go, no. I email them and go, hey, this is Tim from the MyMac Podcast at MyMac.com. We're, uh, we're going to have a contest uh, in two weeks. We're mm-hmm. looking for a prize to give away. Would you like to uh, give one of your blanks away? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's good PR. We'll be talking yeah. about your product on the show. And then the following week when we give it away, and, mm-hmm. you know, you'll get links on the website. And I've yet to find a customer, a, a uh a company yeah. that goes, oh no, we don't want that kind of PR. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, it helps that you have the cloud. I mean, people can go to the website and see we've been publishing for ten years now. So, yeah, we're actually going into our eleventh year, year now. Yeah. This is two thousand and six, and we started in nineteen ninety five. So eleven yeah. years publishing. Well, technically, the summer will be eleven years, but mm-hmm. I could go ahead and say eleven years. <laughs> um, that's like saying I'm five and a half years old. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and plus, we've been doing the podcast for over a year now. Right. So, one tenth of the time that my Mac has been in existence, we've been publishing a podcast. A lot of people yeah. listen to it, and it's. I think it's a cool thing for us to give stuff away. Mm-hmm. I think it's great for our listeners to give them an opportunity to get something for free yep. for doing nothing more than sending an email after listening to the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, we, it's not like we're taking their email addresses. Or their phone numbers, or their home addresses, which they have mm-hmm. to supply to enter the contest, yeah. and giving them to anybody. Of course, the winner, uh, whoever wins it, his address and phone number and email address is forwarded to the company who's yeah. giving us. But I doubt if I've never heard a complaint from one of our winners in the past that they start getting a lot of spam because of that. Mm-hmm. We'll never ever sell that information to a spam company nope. ever. Now to a porn company, well, maybe, <laughs> but. Stop it with that. Well, you said everything comes back to porn. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as we leave today, we're going... I don't know where these came from. Uh, they sound legitimate. They were emailed to me from a uh, a listener out there. I said, Tim, I think you would really enjoy mm-hmm. playing these on your podcast. And I said, where did you get these from? And he said, I had a friend email them to me, and they, they seem legit. And I listened to them, and they sound legit to me as well. And they're Apple support telephone conversations. Mm-hmm. So somebody, 
working for Apple's tech support at the time, recorded these conversations. Now, I list, I, he sent me, how many have I got here? Uh, seven. We're not going to play all seven. We're only no. going to play, what do you think, two? Yeah, and we'll try to choose the clean ones. There are some that have some pretty... Strong language. Yeah. We'll, we'll pick two of them that are fairly clean. Mm-hmm. Uh, the quality isn't the greatest, but you should be able to understand everything that's being said. Um, none of them sound newer than probably five to ten years old. Yeah. Uh, in fact, one of them I know is a lot older than that. Yep. Uh, and we'll play that one first. And uh, the second one is is obviously newer because it talks about CD-ROMs, so mm-hmm. um, that's probably within the last ten years. But I thought they were funny. I don't know where they came from. Had I, If I knew where they came from, I would definitely give that person credit because this is funny. Yep. So if you're listening to this podcast and you actually these belong to you and you didn't want us to play them, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, this is for uh, all the rest of the listeners out there. I think you guys really enjoyed these. They're funny. And uh, we'll see you guys probably tomorrow. What do you think? Yeah, I think tomorrow. Yeah. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Okay, there's a machine that sits in between the the typewriter and the the monitor. It's got two discs on it, or two two places for floppy disks. All right, right, right. But is your computer computer an Apple IIe or a IIc? Looks like a C. What does the E look like? Uh, this one looks like a small C. Excuse me. With a sitting up. No, it's it's not part of the computer. Do you, are you not sure what a paperclip is? No. Okay. This is the first time you know why you use the computer. Okay, it's not it's not a part of your computer. It's just. Uh, an office supply, a little metal rod, a little piece of metal that you use to hold two pieces of paper together. Hmm. Let me see. Because it come with a lot of paper, you know. Okay, no, it's it's it it's not part of the a okay. part of the computer. Oh. It's just something that you would have laying around the house that you you take a stack of papers and you use a paper clip to hold three or four pieces of paper together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Like a bed, bad bed, like a bed paper. Um, no, this is a. Do you know what? It's a piece of. It's a piece of wire, metal. Hmm. No. Okay, it's something that you could put. You see the small hole next to the CD slot? Yeah, small hole. Okay, it's a piece of metal that you could stick into that hole to push a button that is inside of that hole. Hmm. Hmm. You think this CD is not come out because something is not work well? No, it's probably fine. But if you you need to get the CD out in order yeah. to, for the computer to come back up, okay? Yeah. Well, I, I don't have this kind of paper. Okay, it's a paper clip. Is there? Is there? Is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. You might. Is there somebody around you could ask? If they um if they know what a paper clip is, mm-hmm. um do that. I'm sure somebody has one. And get a paper clip and mm-hmm. call us back. No, uh, okay, okay. Yep. Thanks for calling. Thank you, Jim. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks for downloading the MyMac.com podcast. You can subscribe to this podcast at our RSS feed at MyMac.com or by visiting the iTunes Music Store's podcast section. Please send all feedback to MyMacPodcast at gmail.com. And thanks for listening to the MyMac.com podcast.